Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles in the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine, and we are joined once again by the king of Bravo memes and Bravo commentary. Bravo! Bravo! Joe Gunn. Hi, Joe. Back once again, my home away from home, space trash. Oh my God, we're back again. Happy to be here. We're so happy to have you because we're going to talk today about the divorce that's shaking the world. Uh, It's at least shaking America and people with Hey You accounts in the UK. Kim Zolciak Bierman and Croy Bierman, they are getting a divorce. Uh, Their blonde little heads are being ripped in twain. But before we get into that, um, Joe, since you're a real British person, we have to ask you about the coronation. Did you care about it? No. Okay. Uh Well, did you listen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right to- well i guess that's probably it no. i'm sorry i know it's like that time you asked me to come on and, and do like an autobiography of queen margaret or someone and i was like, I, like just, who? I just can't i <laughs> oh yeah Molly. you were like this you were like this lady just sounds terrible and i don't <laughs> want to read a book about her it was back when it was diva behavior and we were doing yeah and i didn't blame you yeah. and you're right she is terrible they're all a little terrible now i did have one other thing i wanted to say and then we can get into this divorce Joe, you are not only an influencer in the Bravo, Bravo sphere. I want to show you the shot that I just took. Read it and weep. Liposomal. Ever since you did it, because you're shaking it everywhere. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to get the light. I was trying to get the light. Yes. Liposomal vitamin C, because you said that Gwen said that liposomal is the kind of vitamins we want to put in our system. And I don't know what it means, and I don't know why, and I don't know if it counts in the drink shots. But because of you, I've been doing liposomal vitamin C shots from Whole Foods. But it is, liposomal is liquid because it's like encapsulated in the liquid. So you don't pee it out. It like goes straight into your oh. into your bloodstream. And then you're not supposed to eat for like half an hour afterwards. You're supposed to have it on an empty stomach. Oh my God. Good um, thing we, I just took it right before we ha- did this podcast because otherwise I'd be chowing down. Right. Yeah. Well, I hope it works out for you. Yeah. I just went through a bottle. So I've got to get another one. But yeah, I'm, um, wow. I'm Consider influencer. me influenced. <laughs> wow. Influencer. Now I need to get that. Liposomal, whatever it means. (laughs) Lipid means fat, so it probably goes directly into your fat or something. Oh, and I got a ton of that, so this this is going to be really good for me. (laughs) You don't, but it's funny. Okay. Kim versus Croy. The people versus Kim versus Croy. It is Mm -hmm. the people versus them because, Joe, do you think... So these two, Kim is a reality star. Croy is a former football player. 
Um, Kim was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and then they got their own spinoff, Tardy for the Party. Do you think, Joe, anyone likes them? Yes, I think she has fans. Really? Because, okay, I want to know your experience of her, because my experience of her is that she is the reason why I didn't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta for a very long time, because I just found her so repugnant and i had not yet really learned how to hate watch in the proper mode which which all bravo shows require it's a skill yeah so it does take practice it does take practice it does i didn't watch atlanta for the longest time and now i've been doing like i started back from the beginning again and i've been watching it all and it's amazing i just finished season six which is amazing but she now I'm realizing like now that this divorce is breaking, I'm like, they need to get her back on the show. So what has your journey been with her, Joe? Yeah, I never liked her. She's always been very performative. Cringe, just wanted um she's very uh old school reality TV, I find kind of um just yeah, making moments on TV with Sweetie. You know, if you've watched recently, that's her her assistant. That they would be like a, a duo act, um, like a couple of villains in a musical. Um, uh, but yeah, I love so I, Sweetie the villain. Sweetie the villain's rich. Sweetie, she would yell, and that would be her like catchphrase, and that's her her thing. And I'm just like, who are you really, Kim? And but then I, I kind of enjoy a housewife who whose life is a house of cards that um, could fall and collapse at any time. Um, so she's um, famously in a lot of debt. Um, you know, everything's bought on credit or loans. Um, and I kind of um, that scares me so much. And I kind of I'm fascinated by people who can just go through life like that. And I wonder how they can sleep at night. Um, but it's just um, <laughs> Sarah's pointing Sarah's- to herself. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm trying to me. It me. It wasn't my choice, but I've learned to live in this. Um, I know I always said my first book was I already have a title. My second book is going to be Life from the Overdraft. Okay, now listen, I know about an overdraft that I think that's why I am so financially, my mom calls my, my mom calls me financially anorexic. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I like to call it just being financially smart, but that it is because financially lean, you're just lean financially. Ozempic, I don't know, that's the buzzword, whatever. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, um, cause I have been in, living in overdraft before, like in my twenties. So yeah, that's why, um, it, it just fascinates me. I'm like, are we still doing this? <laughs> like, um, but then did you see, you saw Bethany's TikTok, right? Yes. About, yeah, yeah. I thought, I'm sorry, I agree with everything she said. And Vicky commented on it saying she is 100% right. And yeah, I think the, the like, the leveraging of debt to get a bigger and bigger and bigger lifestyle is really a uniquely American thing. I think it might be easier to borrow in the U.S. I mean, that was what the whole subprime mortgage crisis was all about. Like our economy literally crashes all the time because we lend too much money out. It's just a thing that we do because we just anything that's going to hypothetically maybe make some money for a bank, we're all all for it. So it's it is a totally American thing. You can definitely get a lot farther on fumes in the US, but it is going to come crashing down. Like I don't understand how 
they even do like I don't even understand Teresa and Joe Giudice's crimes. I don't understand how, what they how these people just conjure money out of thin air. It's crazy. But so Sarah, you might not know Kim Zolciak as she as she hit the stage as now she's Zolciak Bierman. The, not the, for long. The, I know the. I have to say also as a side note, the thing that really is the through line of this entire saga is. I'm sorry to be a bitch. Just the ugliest names you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, what is Croy? Um, what is yeah. up with this Croy? It's a fish, right? Croy with a K. I actually Zolciak. think it's. A, I think Koi is a fish. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm a dumbass. <laughs> but I would love to see a, a Croy, sort of a hybrid fish of some kind, maybe. But we've got Croy. We've got Zolciak. We've got Beerman. We've, we've got, got Croy Junior. The, yeah, Croy Jr. Really, we needed to bring that name into another generation. Why one did of the they daughters, do that to him? One of the daughters is Brie. They spell it like cheese. The four no. sons are uh, uh, Cash with a K. Croy, I realize I'm making fun of children right now, but I, it's not their fault. It's the parents. I'm making fun of the parents' taste in names. It's just K- Kaya and Kane, all with a K. It's I, just. Also, isn't I, Kane, isn't Kane like a biblical figure like the guy who killed his brother or whatever uh kane works i think as a villain too yeah it's i will say it's brielle which i think is even um trashier um famously um, kim zolciak once tweeted who does brielle have to blow to get um was it drake tickets or someone someone else about her daughter John Legend tickets. Yeah, she tweeted, who does Brielle have to blow to get John John Legend tickets? Probably John Legend. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's crazy. But so anyway, Kim first hit our screens as a, she was a single mom of two. Um, She was dating this guy called Big Papa, whose identity she refused to reveal, but he was her sugar daddy. So Kim- Okay, I, okay. 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 She's cool. like, um, you know, like power to sex workers for sure. But as the show continues, you realize this is the laziest woman alive. Like she, right, Joe? Like she literally, she just like slopping around all over. Like she's never even got a pep in her step. She just kind of just flailed out of doing even Real Housewives of Atlanta because she didn't feel like going on vacation with them. That's how lazy we're talking about. She got fired from the show mid-season five because they were all supposed to go on a trip together and she gave them the dates that she could go and then they all go to lunch and they're like, so Kim, are you coming on the trip? And she's like, I don't think I can. My baby's due that weekend. And they're like, your baby's not due for like five months. Yeah, so then she meets Croy doing this like low budget Atlanta based dancing with the stars that was just like a one night weird thing. And that's so awesome. And Joe, did you think like when when they introduced Croy, he's younger than her and he's a pro football player actively on the Atlanta Falcons at this time. It shocked me that he wanted to be with her, that he even gave her the time of day. Really? See, I always thought they were really well matched. I thought I think they were they had met each other's sort of they they were on like exactly the same level. They were the kind of couple where I'm like, I'm glad you found each other. Like I don't sta- agree with anything you stand for. Um, I'm absolutely nothing like you. But there are like a few couples I can think of where I'm like, okay, the stars really aligned here. 
I know. I agree with that too, weirdly. I just think that like on paper, he could do so much better than like a divorced mother of two reality star who looks like, I, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the wigs and everything. She's got a crazy ass look. She's got this fake music career. Just like, I agree with you that he, they loved each other so much. I just, I want to know what, I can't wait to find out what in his chart made him think this woman was a good idea. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'll just say this. As I started to look into these characters, I had the exact same reaction that Joe Gunn had to Princess Margaret, where I was like, she just seems awful. Actually, Molly, your description of her just warmed my heart a bit. So, you know. Why? Because she's lazy? Uh, yeah, like a lazy, a lazy mommy with a sugar daddy on a reality show. I mean, I love, I love anybody that's making it work. You know, I feel like for a lazy person, she's done well for herself in that case, you know, like, absolutely. The fact that she has had multiple rich men even look in her direction is huge success, huge success, huge. Like, yeah. And now she, and and she has this younger pro athlete husband who, you know, until this breaking news did a divorce, it seems like the word on the street was that they were like, yeah, I think people really thought long haul here. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's, it was a long marriage. It was according a long to marriage. reports too. they, I mean, was it on the show? Like they fell in love fast and they got married in two years and he adopted her children legally. And apparently it was, a, it seemed like fairly stable. She was dating a woman when they met. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think she was doing the trend of dating a woman, right? Am yeah, I like being really was- biphobic? I kissed a girl and I liked it. (laughs) I think it was the Lindsay Lohan era, the kind of, that kind of thing. I mean, Danielle Staub did it. Although I actually do believe Danielle Staub is a bisexual woman. Um, That's another story. But yeah, I think with um, with Kim, it was love at first sight. And by sight, I mean his ass because that's all she could talk about when 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 he first when she first met him which is i mean um, why else watch football i'm literally watch football for the asses it's relatable right yeah i love spandex when it's i think his wallet was probably in his back pocket and that's what she was talking about (laughs) or so she thought yeah and so like he was a football player and obviously that career doesn't last forever and you have to be really smart to make the money last and kim is a spendthrift hot mess. She used to gamble with his money. Apparently on the spinoff, there was a whole storyline of her gambling all his money away. Like, I just, I mean, I feel bad for him, even though he made his bed. Like, I'm, well, I just am like, I don't know. Have, I think falling in, love with an, falling in love with an obnoxious person isn't really making your bed. I mean, yeah, how could he have known? It was so obvious. Oh my God, Sarah. There was like train wreck vibes. Yes. It's there's three seasons. There's there's 30 hours of television readily available to him when he met her just to see like it's just it's just so funny with these shows because you hear these things when you're growing up as a woman. Here's what men like. Here's what men don't like. Don't be this way. Don't be this way. And then you see someone who has every single red flag. Just pick up an NFL player like he's a pack of cigarettes. It's like. What? That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, all right, she is like, she's got something going on. She's like, got something. I don't know whether in person she's got a, a certain magnetism. Uh, there, there's something that she like. Maybe she just knows how to. She's a good 
flirt. I don't know, but that she must. I, I agree, Sarah. She must have something about her that's not coming through the screen. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like all sorts of like coughs and sneezes over here. I'm very allergic, but I yeah, I just I get keep to, coughing too. I something... have some intense intense coughs and sneezes, and I guess not only is it contagious in real life, but also on the Zoom. Yeah, it's really weird. But yeah, but I, I don't know I why think... I keep coughing. Yeah, weird. Yeah. I... I think she is charismatic. I mean, she's iconic as a housewife. The moments that she created are truly incredible. Tardy for the Party, the song, The Ring Didn't Mean a Thing. I mean, both of those were obviously Candy Burris, who... I mean, we also love a rhyme here. Yeah. But do you know who Candy is, Sarah? I I literally don't know who that is. No Scrubs. She wrote No Scrubs. She was in X Space, the band. She's one of the Real Housewives of Atlanta also. And she... What? Okay, now you're making a real case for Atlanta here, actually. I know. It's so good. She wrote the song... Well, the Tardy for the Party was a country song originally. And then Candy helped her spice it up a little bit. And it became, like, really successful. And Kim became a monster immediately. Like, she just immediately thought that she was Beyonce and started treating Candy like shit. When Uh Candy's like, you can't even sing. You're completely tone deaf. Like, these are just the things that you would think that, like, Croy or someone around him, a loved one, would have seen and been like, no, this woman's a monster. Like, run in the other direction. You know? The irony, though, like, how meta that now I sincerely feel tardy for the party. Yeah, like, you what, an ever, wanna... what an evergreen song. Like that does have real staying power. I want to throw in this. I want to suppose that the sport that he's in, football, right? American yeah. football. There's a lot of there's a lot of head injuries, aren't there? <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Wow, that's the take. Yeah. Could official that stance, be... The official stance of the Space Trash podcast, thank you, Joe, is that he was concussed into finding her attractive and her voice good. I'm just throwing it out there. (laughs) I love that. His eggs are scrambled and therefore breakfast in bed. Yeah. So they, uh, they were, there was a report that their house was going into foreclosure. Right. And that was what everyone was talking about before the divorce was announced. I mean, I think it should shock no one that now that he's seemingly run out of money, she is getting out of there. But like a lot of people were saying that they think that them divorcing is going to somehow erase their, they're, they're in over a million dollars debt to the IRS as well. And people were like, Oh, they're getting divorced. So they don't have to pay it. And it's like, no, they still are going to have to pay it. Like, and then I saw something online, like people, I think I'm sure the Bravo docket, do you listen to that Joe? No. Oh my God. It's so good. So it's these two lawyers in the U S and they, read Oh, every- now that I would read, you know, it becomes sort of a, side law junkie after amber and johnny and so yeah anything law bravo give me the link i will become an expert in that yeah they go through all the lawsuits of the bravo stars i love that and unpack them it's amazing the bravo docket i'm sure they'll do a an episode on this but i don't think getting a divorce clears your debt to the irs and but what it can do maybe is protect assets but i don't think that But why why would that i don't think so because you can say okay like for instance Dolores Catania revealed recently that um, that her and Frank Catania's house, he put their first house in her name so that if he gets sued for malpractice or whatever as a lawyer, you can't get sued for malpractice, but whatever. If he gets sued for something that he's done, they can't take the house away from Dolores because it's her house. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, I want to just say, like, I love that. Also, at that point, it's like, what what criminal shit 
is he doing? Like to right. prepare for, to Red prepare flag. for being sued. Uh, interesting. This was he was of... disbarred. He was later disbarred. Okay, but, so like, this was all a part of, we do, manifestation works, people. Yeah, like I think the theory is if you're going into, if you're in insane debt as a couple um, and you get a divorce, you can say, oh, well, she owns the house now. She owns this, this, and this. He's the one with the debt. Like if they agreed to do this and then he declares bankruptcy, but she keeps everything and then they get back together after they clear the bankruptcy. Do you know what I'm saying? But there's no way these people are smart enough to do this. There's no way. And like if there was any chance that Croy could get back on his feet after losing all this money, she would not leave. Right. I honestly, I don't know. I, I have to be honest. I never put many eggs in this basket I sort of viewed this relationship peripherally um I wasn't super invested in it I think I just sort of latched on to okay no I can see them working they're great okay like am I shocked of the divorce no but only in terms of divorce happens a lot <laughs> you know right. um uh but uh but yeah I do think um uh having money um with as as much as 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 little effort as possible is a big priority for Kim Zolciak. And I feel like she would have just stayed married um, to be comfortable and, um, you know, had boyfriends on the side who's to say she doesn't, you know? Yeah. The other thing is, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh my God, shit. I got distracted because Nick was pouring whiskey. Beefcake. <laughs> you just walked by. I was like, okay, Nick. He is a beefcake. I know. He is a He's beefcake, so cute. Yeah. But oh, yeah. oh, that's what I was going to say. He would follow her around like a little lost puppy. Do you remember, Joe, that episode where they um where they are at the lunch where they all confront her for never wanting to film with them and stuff? He is waiting outside with the car running for yes. her to for her to get sick of the conversation and speed away. Like he literally would just like she's just walking around and he's holding the back of her wig up so that it doesn't fall in a puddle, you know? Like, he was so devoted to her, and, like, what more could she want than that? It's That's why it was so surprising to me that they that they were getting divorced, even though, like you said, Joe, it's never surprising when a Bravo couple divorces. It, it's still this one. I was a little bit like, they actually are a match made in heaven. Didn't he bring a gun to one of the reunions? <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. Let me Google Wow, they are literally living the... American, American dream. dream. This like, is the blueprint that has been laid out, and they are just, yeah, they, they're taking every step forward to make this the most demented country in the world. They are like Bonnie and Clyde went to Walmart. You know, like, is it, like <laughs> yeah, if Bonnie totally. and Clyde only robbed Walmarts, it would be Kim and Croy. I feel like that's a sketch we could write. It me. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, Andy Cohen admitted he feared Croy Bierman was going to, this from the Daily Mail, was going to punch him after a Real Housewives Atlanta reunion. Um, he yelled at me in the bathroom, telling me I didn't protect Kim enough or focus enough on positive things that had happened to her. And I said there was nothing positive to focus on. Where let me control F gun. Okay. He was, pre- he was relieved production made the former football player leave his gun in the car <laughs> during an unusually tense round of filming. That is such a weird move to bring the gun to what could probably be predetermined as an unusually intense day on set. Like what? Yeah. I think Joe really actually has set us up for success here and saying like, yeah, but look, of course you didn't have all your eggs in their basket. Joe, half of them are cracked. He's a football player. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, poor Croy. Why do I feel such? I never feel like empathy for a housewives man because most of the men on these shows are truly, truly horrible. But for yeah, he's some actually reason, sort of cute. In the research I've done, I prefer him to her. Yeah. Okay. He said. Uh, he said in the in the book, I prefer him to her a hundred percent. He's like he seems like he's just like a good husband. Like he's yeah. nice. He he was a provider. She spent all his money not to fall back on like a truly misogynist trope. You will never Please hear do. Me, like you will never hear me say this about a woman. But like she spent all his money. His money is gone now. And like he I, and she followed for divorce. It's like girl, what? Like. It, I don't know. But so, okay, Andy said, I didn't know at the time Croy had a gun with him because Georgia is an open carry state and production made him leave it in the car. He had also bought their Kim's daughter a rose gold handgun for her 21st birthday. Yeah. Ugh. And Brielle, she's unfollowed him on on Instagram. Which Brie like the cheese, like, wow. B-R-I-E, like the cheese. I mean, anyway, okay. What? Brielle and Brianna, that's what they're called. So I guess Wait. they got the B the B for the girls and the K's for the boys, right? I thought it was Ariana. Oh, yeah, no, it's you're right. Right, there we go. See, that's how little I am really invested in this. I think as soon as she left Housewives, and well, she's got a little cameo in this upcoming see in this current season of um of Atlanta. So we shall see what that's all about. I know. I mean, I want to see the fallout of this. Like, I want her back on television. That's the thing. She is good television. Like, the the clips of her, like, smoking a cig and holding a glass of wine while she's listening to Tardy for the party in her own car in the driver's seat, like, in an early season. Remember that time when someone, she's talking to someone and she's like, how do you spell cat? K-A-T. And she just doesn't even, like, <laughs> stop for a second and realize she was wrong. She's funny television without meaning to be. Despite being a terrible person, um, should, okay. yeah, you're making me you're making me remember these moments and and wanting her back now. You're yeah, yeah. Like I once you... I do miss the openly smoking on camera. I miss that every day from Housewives and Vanderpump Kids. Yeah, like most of them cover it up, but she would just be puffing away inside the house with her ten year old daughters, like foot away from her. She's from Pensacola, Florida. That absolutely tracks. tracks. Is that Panhandle? Yeah. Can All you right. put that in, um, Molly? Can you translate that to a UK place? Ooh, that's hard. I would say Essex, but like really far away Essex that no one wants to go to. Okay, got it. And with lots of mosquitoes and swamp and guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make. It's it is hard to make it direct comparison it really is hard because america is just one of a kind in so many <laughs> ways especially florida i mean florida is at, florida is like unholy it's just completely sarah lived there for a while it's like my favorite place in the world but like you know i'm lilith chiron rising so i'm unholy you're chaos yeah okay i also don't I, I like to sort of get off on being a little counterculture. So to be like, you know, an anti-gun, a gun reform person among the toters, I love a challenge, you know. Although it is the only place when I've ever in my life, which is rare, but when I do have a little road rage and I'll like, you know, throw, flip a bird in Florida, I'm like, please don't shoot me. Like, yeah, it's, it is scary to be in states where, you know, people are just like allowed to have guns. 
well, New York and New Jersey are that now. You can open carry anywhere in the country because of that Supreme Court ruling. Oh, man. Sometimes well, I can't believe America is real. It is like so. a really we're we're in a very like real dystopian moment. I mean, it, we're in the Pluto return or we've been moving through the Pluto return of the United States. And so, yeah, we're seeing how all of our corruption has led to oh, becoming the most powerful really? demented state in the land or state in the Pluto globe. return. Azealia Banks, I think, recently did an Instagram story and she said something like America is literally turning into a third world country and that just really stuck with me anyway this is going down another track i feel like second world i feel like second if there's a second world america's already in that how could there not be a second world if there's a third world if we're going small large we're missing i feel like third world that's my bad i feel like that's not politically correct these days but you go oh i think it is really oh i tell desi she's from a third world country all the time i should should i stop shit yeah you're not supposed to say it anymore (gasps) oh my god i'm so sorry everyone you're supposed to learning you're supposed to say developing country developing country you're supposed to say primary bedroom yeah, developing country is so silly because I heard someone call China a developing country the other day. <laughs> I mean, like, that, that actually might be the only one that's accurate. Like, yeah, they're they're continuing and continuing and continuing to develop. Right. I'm like, China is like the oldest country in the world. <laughs> like, it's not the it's not developing. It's not like they just incorporated and they're kind of like figuring out plumbing. Right. I'm like, China is not a developing. Right. I just thought it was a really funny way to put it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just such an American spin on it's like, here's the politically correct thing that we're going to say. And actually, it's just like, let's treat everything like it's Silicon Valley, even though like, it's just it's a it's a facade. Like it's not these countries aren't developing. They're poor. Right. A lot of them are not developing because of a lot of different like issues like corruption and other countries taking their resources. Like some of them are straight up seriously not developing. So right. Like, and actually they're being poached on being um drained dry. Right. It's so silly when we make up these new words, but also We're developing is, psychosis, a developing psychosis country. Yeah. The thing that's crazy, Joe, about living in the UK is I think like now that I'm used to not having guns around, I mean, I'm from New Jersey, so like there were never Shout guns out. around. Yeah, there were never guns around like in the Northeast. There's really not unless you live in like rural, like upstate New York, there might be shotguns for hunting, but I did not grow up in a gun place. No one I know owns a gun that I know of. But like there is always the lingering threat that someone could have one. And you don't even realize that until you're out of it. And now when I go home, I'm so paranoid because I'm like, now that I'm used to guns being illegal, like there is no way anyone where I go in the UK has a gun. And if they did, they would be a super criminal you know what i mean like it's so unlikely but the only gun in the uk is joe gun Uh yeah i mean yeah i mean sure we had a knife crime thing like well we probably still do i don't know london schools there was a whole big knife crime culture thing um but but uh but But i feel like at least that creates like an athletic committed you know focused (laughs) killer like that's like talking about lazy talking about lazy versus not lazy like yeah kim kim got the guns and the UK are literally fist fighting each other, passively wearing the same shoes as Megs and otherwise doing knife. I mean, knife fighting yeah. actually takes a lot of 
You have to get off the couch. You have to get off the couch to use a knife. But you might need to do a few push-ups. Get your fucking ass up and work. Like, but then again, there's not. There's no like big knife that's in bed with uh, with the government. You know what I mean? Like the The machete monarchy. Right? Yes. Machetes by monarchs. Big industry, and anyway, but yeah, no, I don't blame you for feeling uh, nervous when you're when you're um, going to going back to America, Molly. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've used this as an excuse to not see any of the superhero movies in in movie theaters again. Well, like, I'll see I... them with boys, but I don't want to go to the theater because that's where like that's where the killers go. I know oh that's what I'm wondering too, like about Hollywood. Why doesn't Hollywood start to fight back against the gun lobby with their money? Because I think you can definitely like there's a case to be made that fewer people are going to the movies, not just because of streaming, but because they're scared of mass shootings. Cause there's been like two or three high profile mass shootings in movie theaters. So like, I, I don't know why, I don't know why no other big money interest groups fight back. I, I don't get it. It's such, it sucks so bad because the vast, vast majority of people in the U S want to want gun control. Like it's just, it's not even a 50. Is that a fact? Yeah. It's like 80% wow. or something. Like well, you're the, no kidding. 80%? Yeah. No one likes how it is. No one likes it. It's just that the NRA has so much money and they're able to pay off all the politicians. And there's a lot of gerrymandering where the Republicans know how to kind of carve up the voting districts so that they get more of a say. Right. And all of the rural states have more of a say overall in government than like, like for instance, the Senate. Alaska has the same amount of say in the laws we pass as all of New Jersey. You know, what? And yeah, because the se- they have two senators and we have two senators. I guess like, it's important, though, that we protect our salmon supply. Right. It's ridiculous. Like all of these those big square states in the middle, they all have as much say per state as the ones that have a huge population in the Northeast and on the West Coast. I just want to say I was being sincere. I actually take salmon extremely seriously. I do too. I really like it. It has high omega threes. It is just like, I think it's a big misconception, like British people. And I'm not talking about you, Joe. I'm talking about like people on the internet. They just think, (laughs) well, that's pretty much Joe. I would say (laughs) that is Joe. (laughs) He's an outlier. A lot of British people think that we think our gun culture is normal and cool. And we don't like, we, (laughs) we hate it. We, we are prisoners of a system that we don't support, you know? Right. And like, it's, it just fucking sucks. It sucks ass. Yeah. It's a bummer, but I do like to hear that Montana boy Croy, um, at least brought a gun to a deeply inappropriate place and it launched us into this meaningful conversation for all of you British listeners to hear. We want you to know that we, as the space trash, podcast representatives of the americas we don't want like mass shootings and stuff and we don't really like guns so you need to know that about us we don't like kim and we don't like guns just so you know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god when we're talking about salary like because you were saying like i could see a football player thinking that a reality star especially one that's not afraid to literally put out mass produced bad art in a way that's like, I could see where you'd think, all right, this person is going to be a cash cow, even when I'm not like, I I could see where that 
could be argued like that's and I guess that's my next question do we know what his salary is and has been and and what does a housewife get paid like do we know what her salary has been so it's my understanding that early in the seasons the housewives would make like seven thousand bucks for a whole season like bethany's first season yeah (gasps) yeah (gasps) bethany said that this week that that was what she made and then as they why did she just go to open mics why don't you right and then as they keep going they make more and more and more bethany claims that when she came back she was the highest paid housewife ever making over a million for a full season how she would know that i don't know but it is believable most of them she's a scorpio is how she knows mall yeah that's true most of them are making nowadays joe I'll let you tap in in a sec to let me know what you know. I think most of them are making six figures nowadays if they're if they have longevity, if they've been on the show a long time. I think an early house, a new housewife is getting maybe like sixty to eighty thousand for a first season. But so Kim starting out it's at like a, entry a, level. It's like entry level position as a reality star. Yeah. So Kim starting out was probably sub ten thousand for sure, and then she made it five and a half seasons no four and a half seasons and probably let's say by the end i could see her being maybe six figures by the end because she was a break her and she and nini were like the breakout stars so i could see her being around two hundred thousand by the end and then they got the spinoff to tardy for the party i'm speculating they probably were getting pretty decent six-figure salary for that as well I don't think she was making much off of her music career, as it were. And I think he was making millions in the NFL, but he then ended up retiring. So, Joe, does that all like, does that all ring true? Yeah, seven thousand. Just basing it on what Bethany says, they all got for for their first season um, in New York, and it's it started around the same time. So that sounds right. Um, I I I believe. Um, six figures is 100 I, my my answer is that i don't know but but six figures does does sound right for a seasoned housewife i do believe i heard somewhere that it's by season three is where they start making the big bucks so if you've okay if, so a housewife's third season you know whenever they started that's when it's like okay they can now like negotiate and 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 start talking numbers that they they want to stay on um and yeah, and with Tardy for the Party, she probably had an EP credit, you know, and so she would probably mm. get more money for that. And so, yeah, no, I Sarah, and then she she probably like, she fronted that she had lots of money, you know, Big Papa bought her loads of pretty things. So to Croy, dumbass Croy just saw this rich woman. So yeah, like, um, yeah, probably just, um, yeah, was fooled into believing she was wealthy and had like a solid grounding of wealth I don't know. right like this is the thing with so many housewives is there i was finances. just yeah i was just gonna bring that up like why why do they all seem like we're finding out that they're actually not rich because yeah all of them are just uh, all of these cities it's not the real creme de la creme of society that they're showcasing it's the people that are desperate to be that so it's often the people that have built a financial house of cards to appear that way and they don't actually have the money some of them have real money jill zarin had real money but then there's like luann who never had real money after her divorce and like they then she also have a fake title yeah exactly they totally fake yeah (laughs) They then become completely dependent on the housewife's salary. So they like, like, and like we said, most of them are 
probably low to mid six figures, which is not enough to be fronting these lifestyles that they have. So like they get addicted to the fame, they get addicted to the money, their other jobs, like there was one Whitney in Salt Lake. I know you know who she is. She, her husband lost his job last year because he looked so stupid on the show. But I mean, they said that was why, but I think there is probably other reasons, but like their lives sort of a lot of the time their lives sort of start to fall apart. All their other jobs go by the wayside and they become dependent on this reality TV salary. And in order for them to keep the reality TV salary, they have to look rich. So it's just a vicious cycle of like overspending, overspending, overspending to keep the money and then spending the money so that you can keep the job. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like such a bummer though, because you would think that being on a reality show and having that like a low six figure salary as your base income, you think it would be like a jumping off point to like easily get into, you know, side hustles like to, to if you're like, smart. Yeah. Like what a wonderful like even what Bethany like like Bethany skinny girl is how it should look like yeah. like it, you use that platform to then and your fame to then build businesses. She's, yeah, she's the blueprint. And she is why a lot of like. Like a lot of the time you see these shows and you're like, why some of the people who just seem a cut above it, you're like, why is this person on the show? Like, um, I don't know, like Carol, I always thought I was the show, say Carol. Yeah. Yeah. The show was a little beneath her, but it's like, I guess she kind of, maybe she wanted to sell more books and like, she wanted to get more book deals. And then her one book was supposed to become a TV show. So like, it did help her in right, that We way. wouldn't be talking about her now otherwise. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I think maybe he was dumb enough to think she, but she lived in a condo. Like, I think he just loved her. Like, I think he just, yeah, I think they did. I mean, from what I'm hearing and when I look at their charts, I can, I can see it. Right. I think they did have like a love at first sight. Well, when I show you the charts, I'll, I'll give you more info, but I, yeah, I think this was a, I think it is a past life karmic relationship. I want to throw one theory into the mix here and then I'll show you the charts that as a non-watcher, but as somebody who's just thinking this through as somebody I don't want to be too loud because the, you know, I'm in the doggy daycare in the aftermath of losing our home. And like, I want to say like, if my parents could have afforded to divorce when they lost all their money, they would have like the fact that they still have divorce money means to me that there could be like, are we sure she doesn't have some rich, some rich boyfriend that she's actually now like, like to me, it's, but Sarah, your parents are also smart enough not – they are smart enough to understand if that that they would take a huge lifestyle hit if they got a divorce. Like these two – I mean they took they, a huge lifestyle hit anyway, but like – Right, but like an even worse – keep us together. <laughs> even worse one. You know what I mean? Like – Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean they would – right. But, but it wouldn't be worth – on, Kim and Croy are not thinking two steps ahead. They're not even thinking one step ahead. Oh, right. No, okay. You, okay. I, that's for sure. On. Keep talking. I can hear you. I just have to bring this dog upstairs and then I will do this. Robbery. Sorry. Okay. That's for sure. I think even Brielle or Ariana or whoever was interviewed about, um, it was like one of those um, on the street, how much money do you, do you make people, you know, you see on TikTok. Yeah. And she was like, well, I just think money comes and goes. It's like monopoly money to me. She was very, I just think she, they're very much living day to day. Yeah. Um, Sarah yeah. loves that philosophy. That is Sarah's number one philosophy. Oh no, I can't, I can't. Oof. I know. Me out. Well, it is. I mean, I guess there's a difference between being frivolous and having like an abundance mindset, which for me, having an abundance mindset works really, really well to just kind of. Like I always through my twenties had a scarcity mindset that 
I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to be broke. There's not enough money. And then once you start kind of doing this work to think like, no, actually, like I've made it this far. I've not been homeless yet. Actually, like I'm going to be okay. There is always more money. Like there, I feel like there's a healthy side of that coin. And then there's a foreclosure side of that coin. I don't know. There's no coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say a few things real quick. Living in poverty has made me a more creative person. This was not something I, this wasn't a lifestyle I chose, but again, Lilith, Chiron rising, the like job thing wasn't going to work for me. Um, and is that, that panic that, that you guys are describing that feeling of like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to have enough. I'm not going to have enough. First of all, it means you're not. You know, because that's what you believe. Even if you have money in the bank, because it's not enough, you never get to enjoy the the, the amount that you do have, you know. Um, but I think for me, the biggest thing has been like a nervous system thing, because like now, if I if I'm super overdraft or I'm just noticing that like my blood pressure doesn't spike my cortisol, like I, I, I it doesn't. I can be in the uncomfortable in I can be comfortable being uncomfortable and always have enough. And I also think just like sincerely money's fake and like, it's not worth anything anymore. So like, I'm not anti like money or stuff or like savings, but like not having not technically not having enough showed me how abundant I actually am. So, you know, and that's my, my take. That's beautiful. Thanks. But also feel free to pay me by readings. Join the Patreon. Um, yeah, like that's the thing. I don't want to have to steal from Walmart. Why can I write that sketch? Because I know how it's done. <laughs> yeah, like you do need it. That's the thing. It is made up. But like if you don't have it, you might die. 100%. Or you become, I mean, that. so my second book was going to be Life in the Overdraft. My first book was going to be a rich, a, a broke Jap's guide to getting what you want. I love that. That is so good. Because I have hacks for everything now. And like, I learned, I can work. Now, I'm not talking couponing. I'm talking when you're about to overdraft, if you're going to order seamless, switch it to PayPal. It takes two days to process. So you can refill the bank before you overdraft. I'm talking always have something to return from Marshalls so that you can always get liquid cash right away. They take returns anytime, any day, half a can. Oh, fuck. Hmm. I was supposed to, to Marshalls? Bring, uh, I was supposed to return something to ASOS today and I forgot. God. Tomorrow's I mean, a new day, Mal. Tomorrow's a new day. I know, but I'm flying to America tomorrow, so this means I have to get up early. Ugh. Ahoy, mate! Welcome back to the terror zone. Gonna be fun. I can't. I have some balls though to talk about Kim being a lazy fuck when I look like this. I have to say, I just have to say, I understand that. I mean, I wear this hat every single day. Yeah, and yeah. So we're we're not saying lazy in a. I was. When you described her as lazy, I liked her. I'm like, wow, pretty successful for lazy. I, I, if lazy is a value, and maybe let's reframe lazy. Maybe it's not lazy. Maybe it's luxurious. Maybe it's slow paced. Maybe it's someone who enjoys the moment. Okay, there's so, nothing okay. luxurious. I'm sorry, there's nothing luxurious about Kim yeah. Zolciak. Yeah, you don't. She know does her, seem Sarah. no. Yeah, she does actually seem like fairly ratchet. Like I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's my queen, Margaret. I was like, do we have to look into her? And the other, oh. I guess, the one other question I have is like, 
I feel like there's been a lot of Bravo divorces. I feel like there's been a lot of like Bravo money stuff. To me, like the Jen Shaw story is like way better than this. Like, I don't, this isn't a good story. This is just like people are getting divorced and they, they ran out of money. Like, I don't understand why this is like rocking the nation. Like, it's not that interesting. No, but like Jen Shaw did rock the nation. We all remember No, she we did. But yeah, like, what, just... this is just like a run of the mill divorce. Yeah, she's saying she liked the Jen Shaw story. I more. love criminal. Oh, stuff. okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like it's this the the storyline of the moment. I don't know what to tell you. There'll be another one tomorrow. Like, I, I like, it's... I feel like, but I feel like there's like also trickling. Just when I look up this stuff and then I see the other housewife headlines, it's just like, and this person is getting sued, and this person's getting sued. It's like, I don't know. That to me is all more interesting than like, oh, these two people who've been married for a while lost all their money and are getting divorced. It's like, I don't know. I want to know about like criminal. I feel like activity. it's the history. The yeah, hi- I, think, I, I feel like the answer is the history, and we've 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 been with them for so long. Um, right. we, the 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 OG housewives watchers like Molly and myself. Um, it's it's just something. It's the same thing with Scandal. Like the first thing, I don't know about anyone else, but when I first got the news, it was like, um, oh, Tom and Ariana split. That enough for me would have rocked my world, let alone right. the Raquel part of it. That was like a what I couldn't breathe. <laughs> but, but it's the cool. that was to, to me was the love is dead thing, you know, and I would have been talking about that <laughs> just as much. Yeah. Um, you know? It's the backstory. For me, it's just yeah. crazy because like Kim Zolciak, this is terrible. I'm saying terrible things about this woman, and it's not nice, but like her being happily married was such an anomaly like she just is like it's just so crazy to me that she even found a person who was like yeah it's a great idea for me to tie myself to this person legally and adopt her children like I I just can't understand how she even got a partner with a real job to begin with and now like do you know what I mean like that's real job is real job is sort of I, it's a fantasy job that also gives you yeah, concussions, a, but like it's such a high paying job, like a successful person, like to become an NFL player is so hard. He's one in a million. Yeah, like, yeah. The fact yeah. that she pulled him and that they were so happily married for so long was already mind blowing. So now to see like I, I just I guess I just the thing I'm dying to know is like, what was the last straw for them? Because he worshiped the ground she walked on for some reason and she absolutely did not deserve that so like i think that's why for me i'm just like none of this has ever made sense and now it makes even less sense like she what can she get that's better than him i'm sorry like, i, sound like, I think bitch, like no i i think like someone who actually has a day job i think she seems like she needs like an income yeah, but like he already had millions upon millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, but it's and- dwindling. He unless he's going to become a sportscaster, there's nothing he's to not. do. He's so gone. The, so that, that, the money's gone either way. But maybe like there's smarter, no plane. A smarter person, a smarter person, and a smarter partner would have figured out how to stretch that money. Let's do the astrology, Joe. Let's me and you guess what we what we think their signs are. So we're saying lazy, right? So I'm going to take one for the team and say Pisces is in there somewhere. Uh-huh. for Kim I know that the Taurus is stereotypically the most lazy sign and I'm a Taurus moon and a Pisces rising I have that's why I have a demon in my head all day that's calling me lazy right and like, literally I am I have such a complex about like not being a lazy person but look at my I look like shit today by the way guys I forgot to Never. say the disclaimer your Don't worst days me. are best 
We both think Pisces Taurus. I think Kim's got to have some Leo in there just because of the wigs. Maybe she's a Leo North node because she's trying so desperately to have a main, but it's never going to happen. Mm. And then- because of the wigs. <laughs> I yeah. read that each one of her wigs cost $7,000. There's no way. There's no way. They look like shit. Where there's a will. Yeah. Now there's no will, but okay, let's see. Um, And then I think Croy... I think he's got Taurus in there as well. He's just a big dodo. And Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think he's none of the smart signs, not Aquarius, not Scorpio, not Gemini, none of the calculating signs. He's not like, you know what I mean? Like the ones where people kind of have a little bit of like a, wherewithal he doesn't show us the charts yeah show us the charts let's take a look at our girl kim kim is a 28 degree late degree taurus sun go long there's a lot of interesting stuff so i'm I'm gonna try to pace myself but she also has her and it's significant for the astrology of this week so i'm also telling this for you people to listen up because this is a major week in astrology that has actually a no, no shit. That the lights playing out like like celebrities are trash, but astrology can help you understand. Okay, but okay. So Mercury and Chiron are also conjunct in Taurus for Kim. So her laziness and also her relationship to Chiron and Taurus, like money, material things, stability, security, support, is wounded into thing. Her moon is crazy. I'm so sorry to all of my, because I am a Taurus moon. Like, I'm so sorry to all my fellow Taurians because, God, we have a real, a real murderer's row of representatives out there in pop culture. But also, like, the whole moon yule is supported by Taurus energy. So for better or worse, you guys do move mountains from your living rooms in in phenomenal ways. (laughs) We love to see it. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. Hitler was more athletic, you know, anyway. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I would like, I would like to see him doing night fights. Okay? I know could Hitler never, was could never, he was Every a Taurus, but he could never, he would never move his arm that much to do a night fight. Give him the Adderall and he's still going to sit around in the war room just telling people what to do. Yeah. Anyway, her moon is conjunct Pluto in Libra. So we have another Libra moon on our hands. Her north node is also in Libra. So we're talking about the nodes. We're talking about past life, karma. 
the dharma that we are meant to be our soul is growing into our dharma in this life you go to one yoga class karma and dharma there's t's that describe it okay i don't so, get why a libra would leave the house looking like that because it's her north node she's not there yet her life's work is to become a balanced person and so where's her south node well, also, side note, her life's it's, so they're always opposite. So if you have a north node in Libra, you have a south node in Aries, always. I know you always tell me it's opposite, but I don't know what the opposites are. Well, so, yeah. okay. Oh, well, learning, learning. This is a, we all we all are learning here together. So her so, south node in Aries means that she is rough selfish. and gruff and say whatever the hell she wants and has no filter whatsoever. And if she, Joe, does her life's work and does what this chart asks her, then she can become more Libra, like a little bit more balanced, a little bit less of a crazy hot mess. But like, is she doing that work? Not that we've seen. I don't think we've seen it from what I'm hearing. And what I'll also say is when we're talking about all of the different axes in astrology, so all the opposite, all the pairs in astrology represent sort of like, so for example, we've been in the Taurus Scorpio uh, eclipse cycle. That's where the nodes, wherever the nodes are is where the eclipses are. And it's like these fate points, eclipse points, changing the, the fate, jumping timelines, right? Taurus and Scorpio are all about money and power, right? Resources. Aries and Libra is about relationships. So Aries is me, Libra is we. So Kim's south node in Libra, I mean, Kim's south node in Aries indicates to me that she, she just, she's coming from a place where she's not only it's the first sign. So sort of like fighting for survival in whatever way, but in that vein, she like has to have her own back. Like she is someone who's looking out for herself. That's why I asked if there was like another like really rich guy in the wings or something, because it's sort of like she's I mean, and, and, with, and, with that, and with all that Taurus, she's doing a huge amount of self-preservation through relationships instead of doing her life's work, which is not only is her North Node, her her Dharma, she's supposed to. Yeah, she's going to learn the Libra how to do we for real, for real. But she also has her moon conjunct her Pluto, which means that. You know, we were talking about Pluto returning. It's like Pluto is destroys everything so as to rebuild it. It exposes the underbelly. It exposes corruption. It is the id. It's our obsessions. It's our compulsions. It's that unconscious shadow side that if we don't get in touch with, we end up having a TV wedding and then getting divorced. Did they get married on TV? Yeah. Have any TV married couples stayed together? That's a good question. Greg and Nini, they were kind of separating again toward the end, but they stayed together because he was sick. Because mm, he was sick, sort of. A, but they got married on the show. They got remarried. They divorced and remarried. Okay, so that's okay. Maybe that's not the best example of a yeah. of a of a a straightforward union that works. But yeah. I just think it's a bad I, omen to get married on TV. Side note. Yeah, but. definitely. I think that she's re- regressing because I feel like. When she was with Croy, it did seem like evidence of character development where like Mm. she's having more kids. She's picked someone who is he did seem like he was a good father to her girls and he adopted them. And he was like a father figure to these two stepdaughters, which is hard. Like it seemed like she was kind of putting the collective first a little bit and like 
she was sort of having this robust family life. And now to see he runs out of money and she bolts is like, that's kind of going back to her comfort zone, which is her Aries South node, which is, it's all about me and my safety. And like, I just think, yeah, there's gotta be another rich guy in the wings, which is also in just insane. It's so funny. It's so funny that she gets these guys. It's hilarious. I mean, she must just like be able to just super deep throat or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I didn't want to take it there, but maybe she's got a magic, you know, skill set. She had her little dangly dong removed or something just to ensure as her I wonder if um, I wonder if Big Papa is still alive. Also, I did I did want to touch on just in this podcast that she was 29 when she started Housewives. <laughs> I know she looked 45. Wow, really? Yes, it, that's why I'm saying it. Yeah, it's just always, I would remind myself of that. It's just funny. Sarah, if you Google um, Kim's Olsiak season one, you're looking at a 29-year-old, just so you know. It's insane. <laughs> that's also, I mean, that shocks me. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of her when she's under 50, so. Right. Do you know what else? She used to be a nurse, Sarah. She got through nursing school. Wow. Man. Oh, wow. That's crazy, right? Like, I mean, maybe I she just, just thought, like, no offense, flight attendant, but, like, maybe she just thought she could just, like, push around the carts or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there was this great storyline in Phaedra's first season. Phaedra comes on, and she's pregnant, and she keeps pretending that she doesn't know how far along she is. And all the women are like, what do you mean you don't know how far along you are? And she's like... Girl, I don't know. These doctors, they keep telling me, but I don't know what I am. And then she starts saying that they're going to induce her at seven months. It's got to come up out of here. Yeah. And everyone's like, Phaedra, no doctor in the world would induce you at seven months. It's not possible. And she was like, I don't know. It's just what they're saying. They said the baby's done growing and Kim pulls out her nursing credentials and she's like, I'm a, I am used to be like a nurse. I was, helped deliver babies like no doctor is inducing you at seven months. And then finally, um, Phaedra, because she can't help it because none of these women can help it, invites the cameras into the delivery room and Candy goes with her and Candy has to. I love Candy for doing this. She like asks the doctor, how far along is she? And the doctor's like 40 weeks. And Phaedra's like, fuck. Because <laughs> she was lying, Sarah, because her husband was still in jail uh, at the point that... Or no, no, it was because she and her husband... It was a husband, shotgun wedding. Yeah, it was a shotgun wedding. She was two months pregnant when they got married. So her mom is a pastor, and she had to lie about it. And she pretended that she had the baby at seven months so that no one would do the math and figure out that she was pregnant on her wedding day. And she kept up the lie with all these women who all have kids, who all know that no doctor is inducing you at seven months. And she kept up the lie on television. It's Why wouldn't she just say it was a preemie? It was one of the one moments where Kim actually had some intelligence behind what she was saying and was like an impressive. I mean, it's not that much of a reach to be like hey um no doctor would be down for delivering a, a literally undeveloped baby under because yeah. it's they're at a mother's day dinner and she's like oh i'm about to have a baby any tips and they're like yeah keep it in <laughs> oh <laughs> the duration God. of the pregnancy no it's like if you if you've ever put a frozen burrito in the microwave and eat it a little too soon that middle will break your teeth it's so frozen you don't really want to fuck with cook times 
Yeah. Joe, what podcast? You said you were on a podcast where you recap. Well, this? I called um She Speaks Bravo um with um this woman called Emily. I don't know why I even said it like that. That's so weird. Why am I so weird? There's a podcast called She Speaks Bravo. You're not weird, and Joe. We um we did um the episode, just a recap of the episode. Um it's called Hot Mama's Day. Um and Love yeah. It. But yeah, I just can't believe Kim went to nursing school and got through it and actually worked as a nurse. Like, that's terrifying. There's also this thing on TikTok where people are, there's this new trend where people are like, oh, all the meanest girls from your high school become nurses. That's that's hilarious. I didn't know that. You didn't know it? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm just, like I said, shocked that this woman was a nurse. So Sarah, what else do you want to tell us about Kim's chart? Well, her Venus is in Gemini. Again, part of why I asked, like, could there be another man in the wings? Venus and Gemini people, and this is not across the board, and I love Venus and Gemini people, and I'm a Gemini rising, but Gemini is duplicitous. It's duality. And if you have your Venus and Gemini, you need not only, like, a lot of stimulation, but sometimes you need two boyfriends or you need, like... It is 100%. If you have your Venus or he has his Venus or whatever in Gemini, it does not mean they're a cheater. But if you find out they're a cheater and their Venus is in Gemini, you're like, okay, yeah. When we found out Rose was wearing the shoes as a Pisces, we were like, okay, troll. Yeah. So where's her moon and rising? We don't know her rising. We do not have a time, which shocks me. It seems like she would be the type to be like, everybody, here's my chart. Analyze me. But Margaret. Yeah. Um, Her. Mom, you can send the dog downstairs if he's barking. Yes, send him into the All podcast. All right, I'm on a podcast. Just don't yell at me right now. Thanks. Don't <laughs> stop speaking. <laughs> Joe, I'm Myra, recording a podcast. Myra broke her arm. I'm in fucking hell. No, like, I don't know if you can. Why am I so dysfunctional today? I don't know if you can see the bags under my eyes, but I literally am like prepping you, Mal, for what your life. I'm not a new mom, but I have an old injured mom and five geriatric dogs here, and I have not slept a wink. I am like burnt. They, they are killing me. You look amazing. You look amazing. Your skin well, looks I'm blasting great. my face with light. So thank you so much. But anyway, okay. So um, her moon is in Libra, but on her Pluto with her North Node. Like, so she thinks that like moon in Libra, like she wants relationships. She wants people to like her. She wants everyone to be happy. Her she- mode of income is relationships. That's a, that's such a good sort of lesson in the, hold on, this fucking dog. And even if she can't monetize the Croy relationship anymore, she's going to monetize her relationships with her children. She already is like she's already gotten the girls a full TV makeover and they're like so young, you know, like she's going to keep trying to partridge family this bitch out. Okay, but here's the thing. It's not going it's not going to work unless she actually does that deep shadow work, kills her ego and actually does relationships. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not well, then we I, we can look forward to a couple more TV divorces from Kim Ye, but it's like, I don't know why I call her Kim Ye. It's like Kim Ye, Kim Ye. But um, it's like moon conjunct Pluto in Libra. She has real soul excavation to do when it comes to the way she's being in relationships. It's her life's work. But, you know, Pluto conjunct the moon. It's a very intense combination in the sign of relationships it's also where her north notice so it's like the whole thing is like why that chiron the wound with her mercury and her son in taurus why is she not able to find financial stability even though her husband had a high income she had a high income 
you could start a beauty brand with the girls. What's a makeover worth if you're not actually like capitalizing on it? Hello. But like, it's like a TV makeover, but it's like, unless she actually learns her North node or, or unless she heals her past life, Aries karma and moves in the direction of her North node rebirth in actually safe, comfortable, authentic relationships like, I think maybe the reason why this divorce, from what I'm learning, is so shocking is because I think it probably seemed like this was a endgame relationship. Yeah. And I think what... I mean, he was like her butler. Like, it, it just... What more could she want as a person? It just seemed like it was the thing that she would want till she dies. If they were if they were together forever, I'd just be like, okay, yeah, no, that, that, that tracks. Yeah, like I mean, if you do relationships as your job, not that marriage isn't a business in and of itself, but like if you're doing relationships for the sake of just getting someone to pay, go on Tinder dates to get a few free dinners. It's like, eh. As somebody who literally returns half half candles for Marshalls, I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't do that. Like, I wouldn't waste someone's time or use people unless it was like an, a genuinely. Like, it just you know. seems like the hardest way to make money. It just seems so hard. Well, I don't think it seems hard as much as it just seems like don't put a ring on it necessarily. It's just like if you're going to if you're going to use if you're going to be with people until they can no longer financially support you. Don't like don't put it don't make it legal. Well, it I mean, for Libra, all, Libra also represents the legal system, the justice system. It represents beauty. It represents balance, harmony. So her moon and her Pluto, like hypothetically, she wants, she thinks she wants relationship, balance, harmony, beauty. It's conjunct her Pluto. So it's actually coming with a lot of like shadow work demons that she actually has to face so that she can actually get that thing that actually makes her feel comfortable, heals her Chiron, gives her money, but also just gives her that like security. Like this, when I look at this chart, it's like, she isn't a like secure person. Well, no. Okay. Can you tell us Croy's chart now? Croy. Oh my God. That's not Croy. Croy. Virgo's son. What year was he born? 85. To name a child Croy in 1985. I mean- they were on like something. He's, well, he's like, he's in, he's in Montana. I feel like there was like a fight between his parents. He was like, I think it should be Carl. I guess they don't have, what kind of accent they have in Montana? The one I on think, Yellowstone. It is sort of like that. I, I think guess. it should be Carl. And the other one's like, I told my daddy before he died, we'd name him Roy. After him, they're like, I know. That's the Montana creatives. We're making yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy. I just feel like this made up K's, K first name thing is such a, 21st century invention like his parents were onto something you know his what I parents mean? are like, like look the kardashians are doing it we're doing it he's croy yeah like they were onto something this these kind of stupid ass names are getting are Croy just walked so that apple could run yeah <laughs> thousand um okay so yeah so basically he has his son in virgo he has his moon in wait leo virgo virgo son leo moon He's a good athlete. This is, is definitely the chart of a good athlete. Like he, Virgo son, cares a lot about health, cares a lot about the body, is meticulous with, with how he cares for the machine that is his physical being. I also think like if you're going to have a servant, which he was Kim's servant. Make it a Virgo. Virgo, Virgo is the best sign. 
for oh, that for that a person. thousand percent. I love working with Virgos. I mean, that's why also like Lagerfeld, like he wasn't the CEO, but he was like going to come and fix the brand because yeah. Virgos are fixers. I actually also probably think one of the things that probably attracted him to her is that he's like, I could fix you. Yeah, yeah you're. So I'm right. not big. I don't love it when you call me Big Papa, but I love it when you call me Mr. Croy. That's like stupid, but like, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I love it when you call me your husband, but, um, so he's, a, he's a Virgo son. He's a well-oiled machine. Um, his moon is in Leo. So he has a lot of energy. He does like to be out there on that field. He loves all the jerseys with his name on it. He's not getting rid of any of them. He, he didn't bother to think of a backup career. Yeah. Besides, besides reality star, which tracks for a Leo. Yeah. And I think maybe he just thought like, I think maybe he thought like, I think he probably thought Kim was the money in the bank. And she was like, I think it's like they both were like, you're the money in the bank. And it's like actually that mirror. That's why you have to do your inner child work. You have to do your shadow work so that you're not looking in a dirty mirror, seeing someone else's dirty mirror and like just getting the wrong idea about who's actually in charge of the money. (laughs) Oh, shit. I need to think about that in my own life. Who am I looking at and being like, oh, my God, you're perfect. But it's actually just fucked up me. Right. Like and you can say, oh, my God, you're perfect. As long as the way that you talk to yourself is, oh, my God, you're perfect. But if you're looking like, oh, my God, you're perfect. And then you're making all sorts of like guesses and, and assumptions about what somebody else's life must, might be like, then you're just not not that we're like so into living in reality. Obviously, I'm abundant. I don't need money. But I do think you want to when I say live in reality, I don't mean honor all matrix creations well like you want to be accurate in the things that you are in the data that you're collecting from the world so that you can move forward accordingly so it's like yeah if i think they both were like you'll be my cash cow and as a result nobody's got any milk now (laughs) (laughs) his north node is in taurus so he's been going through his nodal return the past 18 months the chickens are coming home to roost but not in his mcmansion because it's foreclosed you know what's so funny too i read that that they're still living together they're not speaking but they're living together and they unfollowed each other to unfollow each other on instagram while you're still living together is like what's the point like and it's again like you're leaving a paper trail for people to like to write about just mute right. the person you, no, live, they you want have the, people to you write have the same address what did you say, Joe? I'm just saying that's what they want people to, to write about them. They still right. want fame and attention. So they, yeah, unfollow. People will notice it. They know that people will notice it. It's just funny, though, because it's like, okay, unfollow. But like, I will be following you using the bathroom afterwards. It's like, there's your fucking house. Like, whoa. Yeah, you live together. You see, Literally, you can still smell each other's farts. Right. It's like, yeah, you're following, bitch. But okay, so his North Node is in Taurus, where her son and mercury and uh chiron are so i think he put her on a pedestal he put her on a pedestal he also has his north node conjunct his lilith so there's something about him learning how to like not repress his own like why was he attracted to kim because in whatever way i mean she has her well do we see where kim's lilith is actually i'm kind of curious so Kim is unapologetically herself. And like, it makes sense that someone whose North Node is in Taurus, who like, he feels subconsciously like he needs to be more like her somehow. Well, and I also think that he felt like being married 
to her or, or being her, her man was a way for him to, and I actually think he's right about it, but it's like, like his North Node conjunct Lilith, he's meant to move into a life where he is embracing, living, embodying, supporting the dark feminine. So I think in many ways, one might say, Kim, when she, he meets her, she's with Big Poppy. She's got two little daughters. She's like sort of a wild card. A bad singer with a rhyme of a hit is like so funny. I think he was like, now nah, she's a dark feminine and I will not repress. Like his parents were probably like, we fucking hate her. Like he's from Montana. She was probably terrifying pencil pensacola like i think he thought she was like so rebellious and bad girl that he was like like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna commit to that but he is uh, so dark feminine just like even if you don't know what that means it's like oh yeah she is dark feminine (laughs) she is she's shadow she's and 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 there's nothing wrong with that i'm a little thrizing we all have that part of us but it's like unless you have a good relationship with that part of you then you're either going to be repressing it or it's going to bubble out from you. Like, like Lilith can't actually be repressed. We as humans will try to repress our Lilith. But if you try to repress your Lilith, it's just going to come out like at the wrong time at the wrong place, or it's going to become an obsession or a compulsion or overtake you. And no matter what, if you don't have a good relationship with it, Lilith leaves you feeling shame. So you really have to heal that inner child. You have to heal that shame work. That dark feminine work is important to be, constantly aware of and in Taurus it's interesting too because it really has a lot to do with being real about pleasure like is like I don't know it would be interesting to me just looking at his chart like I don't know like maybe maybe there's a more feminine side of him that he is is like not sharing or, or wants to share or you he's know very him- pretty for a football player yeah I, I sort of think he's cute I also think it's interesting his Chiron is in Gemini where her Venus is so I think he thought oh my god my heart is healed and actually it's a broken heart a broken partnership a disappointment in terms of who he thought his no the mirrors were dirty she's not your twin I could see um I don't know why this came at me but I think I could see Kim uh pegging Croy oh (laughs) no that is that goes without being said I thought that was implied okay absolutely but I think it's like the part of him that hasn't actually put that on television or talked about it is that might have saved the relationship and in fact they could have started a a kinky sex toy company and right he's meant to and like right his south node his saturn his pluto are all in scorpio so like yeah there this this guy does have a bit of kink to him virgo sunday loves little pain uh leo moon he wants to perform but you know i think he is meant to actually become safe in and expose and share more of the natural inner feminine in him that is yeah a naughty girl i i like that i that's something that you can detect about him that he sort of is like saying that he's a servant of the dark feminine and like he's got this feminine side like i really you can you can pick that up about him and i love it about him and like i think that's why i thought they would be endgame because she is a dark dark character he seems to be like He's like her little minion. He is like um the hyenas and she's like Scar. This is the second episode in a row that I brought up Scar. What is wrong with me? Worst uncle ever. So <laughs> this is the chart of their relationship. Mother. Just looking at this composite chart, it looks like a cat's cradle, like all the little lines in the middle. It looks so it, it, looks yeah, it does so poetically intertwined. 
and the cats in the cradle and the yard sale of silver spoons. Um, so <laughs> in this relationship, I'm doing a lot of evidence tonight. It's good. The sun of this relationship is conjunct Venus. So actually same kind of vibe, but the sun is conjunct Venus and the North node and Mercury in cancer. So the, the, the fate of this relationship is connected to the ego, the solar energy, what, what this, what this relationship appears to be like in cancer, which really is domestic, right? So there was a natural fit where it's like this, you know, it's a very Venusian couple in that way, where it's like the sun with Venus in it's like any adopting her kids and he's younger, but accepts her that she's all bag or whatever. It's like, there's a real, <laughs> there's a real, and, and for a while there, it seems like they were doing their work together. Like, like there was an energy of, like this is home kim is more settled more or less i guess i don't really know but this yeah. relationship provided like a, a safe space um i think for both of them to you know feel safe at home getting pegged or whatever but this, the is, South- why, this is why i think okay i can't believe she's seven years older than him that is wild he was like 22, what, like 25 when they met? It's such a crazy choice. This is, do you understand? What's wild why about I, it to me though is I, I think she looks 15 years older than him. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Do you understand why to me, I think he, and I'm sorry to say this, like he could have done so much better. Like he could yeah. have. And, and he, he was, still might. And he still might. He still might. But the fact that so much of this, of their stuff is in cancer. I was, what I was going to say to you, what I was going to ask you was do you think they'll get back together based on their chart and now i've answered my own question because knowing how much of it is in cancer knowing how much cancer values the home i feel like if they get the house back she's gonna call off the divorce like if he can kind of show that stability again i feel like it's gonna be they're they're just gonna pretend none of this ever happened and i heard they still live there yeah they still live there together the foreclosure sale was canceled. Like I can see if something happens, if something changed, allegedly that I read that on Twitter, I didn't fact check it, but if something changes where it's like, okay, never mind, we're actually financially okay. I actually love this. Right. Save the house, save the marriage. I think they're going to get, I think they'll call, she'll call off the divorce. I actually don't think that's a crazy idea. I think if anything, maybe because now he's being forced to reckon with the fact that like, I mean, his Lilith is in Taurus. He might say, okay, Kim, you know what? You need to call Big Papa. I love it when you call Big Papa and <laughs> you can fuck him for money. Like, he needs to embrace sex work a little. Like, but I think it's interesting too because Kim's Lilith is in Cancer. So she's actually creating some domestic, uh, dark, feminine, making everybody feel kind of unsafe. Um, but ultimately yeah maybe actually you know for their relationship oh sorry maybe for their relationship it actually could maybe things were i mean it's been a long time maybe they're getting bored maybe they want to spice things up sometimes you gotta you know um when but, it's over that's time again you know yeah, like, I, I think, think like, it's possible that like they might have just sometimes it's boring to be in a stable marriage i imagine I think he idealizes her so much and he's so subservient to her that he would respond positively to a divorce filing in this way. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he might be like, 
Ooh, okay. I'll I'll I'm gonna put my thinking hat on now and I'm gonna really find a way to make this up to you because you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, Joe, but what, what does do he think? have to make up to her? That he ran out of money because she spent But he it didn't all. run out of money. She's she gambled and spent all of his money. I know, but I just think this is the way they their relationship I mean, it's possible works. though. He's he is a, a a Virgo son with his Mars in Virgo. So he really is a fixer with a lot of Leo like masculine but performative talent. Like I do think that he's pissed that she wanted to get a divorce and was doing this publicly before she maybe gave him an opportunity to like she might have hid how in debt they were. She might have there might have been some miscommunications happening because her Chiron is on her mercury in taurus where he might have been like you didn't even give me a chance to start a side hustle or to get involved in another career or you know he 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 might feel a bit abandoned he's like i'm the fixer how can you not let me try to fix this about him he's unemasculatable like i think he and i kind of love that about him like he is just like he he i think he's very secure in his masculinity because yeah, i like his chart actually he, yeah if he wasn't secure in his masculinity he never would have married her 100 percent. yeah and i think what's interesting is that in this relationship the sun i mean so the sun and the venus and the north node and the mercury are in cancer now what's interesting though the south node of the relationship is in capricorn so this is about actually releasing the public relationship or the status oriented or even the business they're there. They might've been business partners in a past life. And in this life, they are learning to actually be domestic partners. Like that's sort well, of the vibe here. They are accidentally business partners because well, they all marriages, make- marriage is business partnership. But like even they are, they are, and they accidentally became co-stars on a long-running TV show. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, right, exactly, they, right. But that's right. They they were like, oh, this feels natural. We're just on TV yeah. now, and we're fa- we're a famous couple. Yeah, that makes sense. They could but have really. Done it's actually so more much. about. Sorry, I'll just say this. It's mm. it's more about the behind closed doors. It's more about the cancer, like inner what you don't see in the home stuff that they're actually. The fact that they're living together but not speaking is the universe asking them to like actually dig into this deeper work together. Go ahead, Joe. I was just going to say that they could have done so much better business together. If Kim wasn't so lazy and chaotic, like if she knew what was good for her, she would have hired a business manager, you know, had a wig line. That's the obvious thing. Right. Why didn't she do a wig line? She would continue with the music, even though, you know, just trashy pop songs. They're same like Kim's E Beauty, whatever. Everyone's got a fucking lip lip kit line. Right. Why doesn't There's she have so I mean, much like a Nor- North because- Node in Libra though? That is actually her work to turn her interest in beauty into her like what she offers the world. But that's Beauty the North, a- right? That's what she's trying to get to. That's what she that's not- what her soul is meant to grow into. She's never going to get that. I'm sorry. She's yeah, never going to get Beauty is a strong word, too, for for her aesthetic. Lol, I know. But it's like definitely like um, it's a look. I think like, yeah, what you're saying, she has this is going to sound insane, but it's true. She has all the makings of of a Kris Jenner. 
Well, right. That's what I'm saying. She's she's sort Athlete of like husband television show on a big cable network. Six kids. Literally, Kim, you fumbled the bag. You should be Chris. So easy. (laughs) Okay, but get this. Right now, Mercury is retrograde on her Mercury. The North Node in the sky is on her wound. So actually, this is a very faded moment for her. The bag is not fully fumbled yet, folks. Okay, there hasn't actually been a foreclosure. Instagram, Instagram, they're living together still. And if anything, this exposing of I this- like how you just said Schminstagram. Doesn't everyone say Schminstagram? No. Yeah, I uh, loved it. Instagram Schminstagram. What is making a thing? Schminstagram. Yeah. Um, I think right now fate is pointing. We just had our last Scorpio Taurus eclipse. I think fate is this whole last 18 months has been pulling her towards her deepest wound, which is that she's not financially secure. She doesn't have the material basics, low degrees, the material basics that she needs, whatever that means. And the bag is not fully fumbled yet. In fact, I do think that there's a chance that they save the relationship. She's about to have, he just went through his nodal return. She's about to have a nodal reversal. The North node is ticking towards Aries starting in July and her South node is in Aries. So actually there's an opportunity to sort of, bounce back yeah like when the north node is transiting your south node it's like best case scenario you like remember it's not gonna it's i'm gonna express this in like a too esoteric way that makes no sense so like forgive me in advance but like mercury's retrograde but it's like to me what i think about is like okay so the nodal alignments happen every 18 years and that's when you're that's when fate is pushing you like the tides are are crashing in the direction of the new timeline that is your fate that sets you into alignment. Ben and Jen broke up 18 years later. Those Scorpios got back together during the, the matching eclipse cycle, right? Between that, there's the opposite. There's a nodal reversal. So every every 18 years, but on the off, okay, this is now, I'm cutting that, but every Every nine years, we all have a nodal reversal, which instead of it being like fate is aligning you in the direction that you're meant to go into, fate is actually showing us where we've been. And sometimes when you go back into the old closet, you find something you thought you lost or you find an incredible vintage something it wasn't vintage before it's vintage now it's like there are actually treasures in our past karma isn't always like a bad thing there's also an opportunity for her to learn her lessons her aries lessons where it's like hey kim the irony here because you're attached to so many people four kids you doing self-protection six kids six kids devastating it's like you doing self-protection and actually isolating ultimately isolating yourself from everybody and requiring everyone around you to like pick up the pieces isn't actually protecting you or anybody like perhaps she can do that actual self-work remember who she really is who she really are kim and show up to while the while the south node is transiting libra it'll be moving across her moon, across her Pluto, across her North node, there's going to be kind of like a, um, a release, like a mega drainage of all of her relationship 
you know, it's like she, she does need to go back in the closet. She's going to give a lot of it away to make room. And then she's also going to find some pieces where she's like, oh, shit. Like, I think the South Node is going to drain her of all of the things that she thought was going to make her feel comfortable in a relationship. I almost think that what this relationship could use, if anything, is a desire. Or how do I put it? Um, If the house is saved, I think what this relationship has the potential to do, also in the chart of the relationship, Saturn is in is in Libra. So marital woes incoming sort of makes sense but the north node of their relationship is in jupiter so actually if they actually learn to work together in this marriage not just as like you're my cash now no you're you're my cash cow no you're my cash cow come pick me secretly or whatever it is if they actually learn to build together in authentic safe relationship when they actually become because there's so much fire in this chart i mean but I thought not. they did have an authentic, safe relationship. I think that she's if you're mis- gambling all of your husband's money away, no one's safe. But I mean, I think emotionally they were safe together and the money is the missing piece here. And I think once they figure out the money, like I think she's mistaking the lack of money for this relationship being over. Do you know what I mean? And yes, once- but if you're even coming from that perspective, the relationship may have never began to begin with. Like, I think what he's looking for, and it wasn't that, that isn't everyone saying that he said like, my ring was real or was my ring meant something. Oh, it was the song. It's one of her stupid songs. Oh, okay. Neat. <laughs> I but, like, think he's obsessed an oper- with her I still. Think, like, I, I, just I, think- I think he would have been broke with her. I think he would have said, I actually love you. And yeah. In you know the in a better I mean he's a Virgo he's a Virgo uh, Mars Virgo son he's like um did you read the vows we said them like for better or worse you I know? agree but that's why I think that's why I think if they if he somehow convinces her that the money's going to be okay she's going to retract the divorce filing yes I agree but I think instead of it being like I'm convincing her that the money's going to be okay I think that she needs to make clear that. Even if it's not, we're going to be okay. And from that place, the money will be okay. Like you can't, that's like, I just feel like you can't really live on a, like an ult, to live in ultimatum world does not nurture and facilitate, I think, healthy developing country style love. Yeah. I just think after this, this, this nodal return you're talking about happens, she might, she might have the smallest little shred of self-awareness to say, yeah. Actually, my life was better with him. Joe, what do you think? Do you think they'll get back together? I think maybe, yeah, after this um, nodal thing uh, blows over, um, she might come (laughs) to her senses. I mean, just every Mercury retrograde, you do have that. um, That's you can see clearly now the Mercury retrograde's gone. Like, I mean, and right now we're in Mercury retrograde. And it's on her wound and her mercury. She's having a mercury return. So she is thinking about finances. And and I think she's having a rethink about what she actually values. Baby, if she's thinking about finances, to quote Kim Kardashian, another Kim, she needs to get up her ass and work. She needs to sign up for every reality show. She needs to do traitors. She needs to do the the real Dancing with the Stars with (laughs) Croy. 
That would make headlines. They need to then get back together. They then need to bring out a book about how they saved their marriage. They need to get it together. And it's just right there. It's so frustrating. I think you're right, though. I think think how they saved their marriage while they're on the brink of divorce and losing it all is absolutely the track I would get on. And I think you're exactly right. You're both right. Where what I think, what I hope this nodal reversal gives to her is more of a window into her actual Aries, like how she's been being about relationships actually, which is relatively transactional, like exclusively transactional, unfortunately. And she might actually take some ownership, go to Gamblers Anonymous. She might, she might actually share some things about herself that she's been on some level trying to, you know, you'd think, how could she be concealing anything? She's sharing it all, but no, her Lilith's in cancer. And I think if she could take responsibility for her part of what brought them to this, the tenuous, you know, bridge that is the pieces are falling as they take that's what you know i'm trying to say like when you're walking between in the forest and the rainforest anyway i think what brought them to this really like scary place in their relationship where i mean in their relationship the chiron the wound is at 25 degrees taurus it's right on her son also we've talked about her a lot it's right under the algal uh fixed star which is the medusa star it's it's basically the killer be killed star Oh my God, Medusa is a great analog for Kim. The snake hair. Yeah, wow. Right. And like, she's terrifying people by seeing right through them. And it's like, but now we're villainizing her. And yeah, it's sort of Medusa-esque in nature. But yeah, I think what's interesting is like the moon of this relationship. It's like, hey, are you guys willing to like actually function as a healthy couple which no matter how in love they ever were like i don't think it's like a really like it's a nice fantasy but like i'm not actually looking for a butler in my marriage i will just hire a butler when i embrace money as normal like i like like actually she needs to he's a leo he's a leo moon leo venus he can get a lot of mileage out of being so proud that he has this like hot musical famous wife but at the end of the day he wants to be celebrated too And I think if she's not treating him not only like an equal, but someone that she is partnered with, this moon in Virgo in the relationship chart, I think it's like, and it's on his son. I think it's like, yeah, we actually need to focus more on Bierman. We actually need to, why aren't they, make a a line of kegs, you guys. If you're going to change your name to that horrible name anyway, run with it. Literally yeah. anything. <laughs> Tailgate with the Beermans. We'll get back into the football game. Well, that's the show. I just wrote the show. I love that for them. Tailgating with the Beermans, and they drink beer before games, and that's they'll, that they'll both do color commentary. Um, well, as always, Sarah, you've made me feel so much more empathetic toward Kim Zolciak, which I thought was impossible. I'm actually rooting for her now to yeah. to figure this shit out for herself and not and walk away actually, from this man who sorry. loves her. Yes, and that's the value of astrology. That actually it. It offers a compassionate lens to everything. When you can understand where someone's coming from, it's really hard to keep judging them. Yeah. Or even like, if even Trump, like, 
Right. But like even Trump is like he was born on a psychotic. His son is conjunct his north node. His moon is conjunct his south node. He was born on a full moon Gemini Sagittarius eclipse. Like hate him or love him. Definitely a little bit of both. But like we're lucky he's not a serial killer. A thousand percent. And like he is living his destiny. He's he is actually meant to be here doing what he's doing, whether it is, you know, physically harmful to others or not i would having said that i would not be surprised if donald trump is specifically um responsible for at least one person's death yeah that's i'm sure it's happened yeah next lawsuit so joe has this changed your perspective on kim and croy at all this was so i was like learning it as and i was like learning the symbols when you were saying that's that i like my brain was like okay that means sun that means moon obviously that means moon it's the moon symbol anyway whatever um but like um, I, I don't think it's made me as um, sympathetic as it has you, Molly. Um, I'm still kind of like indifferent to them. Um, but this was enlightening. I'm always just so fascinated with a lot of this astrology makes so much sense. And it just renews my belief in it. I do believe it's fun, in it. right? Yeah. And wait, I just want to say the thing that the crazy thing that I was going to say is, OK, so there's something called. a. There, so we just looked at the composite chart. That's the chart of the relationship. I'm looking now at the progressed composite chart, which is the chart of the relationship in this moment. It's the maturation of, it's like the, the in real time mirror. They have a huge stellium in their relationship chart of the progressed relationship chart in Virgo. The moon of this relationship chart is with the benefic, the, the beneficial luck bringing Jupiter in Aries where the North Node's about to be. I think what this actually is all about is deciding regardless of the money that they said better or worse and they actually love each other and that actually as a result will heal the money problems but they actually all this virgo happening right now in in the progressed relationship and the moon and aries it's like no they actually need to come together as an individual unit aries moon relationship vibes now we are we are one that's mirrored in a way and it's all this virgo okay let's like actually get to work and fix it you might be lazy kim but he's a professional athlete so he's literally not and if they work together there is a huge amount of healing available it doesn't come without work but there's a huge amount of healing available in this moment for them and i wish that for them beautiful very beautiful i want to say i think it is notable though that over the past two years and i'm not really a housewives anything i'll never even be a housewife i'm pretty sure but I, um, or a wife, I'm, I'm everybody's first wife, never married, frequently divorced, but I <laughs> literally, but I, um, I think it's interesting that while the South node has been in Scorpio, the North node in Taurus, like you're talking about the delusional wealth aspect. It's like, I think when these shows started, it was like the delusional wealth was like, like these people are so wealthy and like, you know, how can we like ever be like that? And I hope some that's it was like aspirational, I guess, when actually no, realizing, no, it literally was delusional wealth. These people aren't that wealthy. Yeah, it and, wasn't aspirational. It was always how the hell did these idiots get money? Like they right, are right, such right. assholes. You know what I mean? Like yes. it was, I want to be those people. It was all like, even from Real Housewives of Orange County, the very beginning, it was like, let's gawk at these stupid rich people and think about what's wrong with our society that these people have money and right. other people are like suffering. Don't you think, Joe? I really agree. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, you agree. So, okay. I, I present you. And, 
it makes us feel better about ourselves that we're not rich. It's like, oh, I'm not rich because those people are assholes. I'm a good person. I did watch Salt Lake City. I do love religion. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And um, yeah, anytime. Text me and I'll be be on. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) I know. Everyone follow Joe at JoeGun90 at TV for all of his real, like, it's like JoeGun90 is the ego. JoeGun TV is the id. And we love all of it. Bingo. Couldn't have said it better myself. Please join the Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. And check out my other podcast, Meet the Junior Misses. It's sketch comedy. And it's goofy as hell, and you might like it. I think if you like edibles, you should take one before you listen, because then you're going to really like it. I know what I'm doing this Friday night. (laughs) Okay. Junior misses, here we came. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.